Welcome, bienvenue, to the Fantasy Tools Podcast. This is a show where fantasy tools discuss fantasy tools. I'm your host, Eric Rentz, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Peterson. Our mission is to discuss fantasy baseball and the tools that we are developing to help us manage our teams. Cue that intro music. Let's talk about baseball. Oh I yeah, guess. yeah. It's um right. So I put this on because it feels it feels notable to point out that that baseball is actually continuing. I think we just have to celebrate that every week that it happens. Yeah, I think that's true. It's um, surprising that it's still going on. I guess. Well, considering <laughs> that what two teams didn't play for an entire week, right? I mean, this is a, I, we talked about this and we sort of game planned it, and there's no game planning around like the Marlins just not playing, the Cardinals just not playing. I looked at my my TGFBI team and and then, um, you know, who's doing what, and then it's like, oh yeah, Cardinals, yep. great. Yeah. Like, why does Matt Carpenter have zero at bats this week? Ah, the Cardinals. Oh, like, yeah. The, lineups locked and i had no choice after that right it's that's what's really tough or you have what's even harder is in like in the tgfbi where you see the little thing next to someone it's like they haven't played this week you could still substitute them out it's like <laughs> for who yeah <laughs> no yeah this is the kind of thing where i feel like you would have to move the like you actually might need to rethink the rules a little bit and the crazy thing is that it's actually worth rethinking the rules because this is a real downer statement, but like, there's no guarantee that it, we won't be in this something like this situation next year. <laughs> right. Like uh, it's it's really tough. No, I I mean I've had that those same conversations. Um, I've had those same conversations. It's like okay, yeah, we're we're talking about this as if we had been talking about this as in like all right, this will be something that worst case scenario. We have figured out by Labor Day. Yeah. And then, you know, now that we're coming up on Labor Day, everyone's like, okay, worst case scenario, totally worst case scenario, end of the calendar year. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. And who the... You're like, I and don't... And this, yeah. this has been such a problem of like, no, this is going to affect, I think... I think, I mean, I'm not no professional here, but this is going to affect next year's um, pitchers and catchers when they arrive, at the very least, when they arrive. So spring training is going to be disrupted, which means that opening day is going to be in question. Yeah, I mean, I right. So I guess, you know, putting all of that aside, my statement is just like, it behooves fantasy people to, I mean, yeah, the MLB obviously should think about it, but we have no control over that. But what we do have control over is fantasy rules. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, okay, yes. we should actually be considering best practices, fantasy rules, not only for this year, but like also for next year. As a precedent for next year. Yeah. All right. Well, let's lighten the mood for a minute. This this is really some the the barest minimum for something that can qualify as fantasy news, which is that... 
Timothy Chalamet said that there is going to be a Dune trailer soon. <laughs> Which just tells you, yeah. like, we're, we're pretty starved for information now that we're like, okay. And I was in, obviously. I'm like, okay, I'm sitting by my computer now at any moment, like, all the Dune alerts. Let, let's go. It's funny, Dune is something... Yes, I yeah, and I I just texted you like, do we talk about Dune? <laughs> um, I Dune is something that I keep on. I have not jumped into. Like I know that you're you're sort of frustrated at me. I'm reading other crappy fantasy novels before diving into Dune, but maybe this is the time. Maybe this is the time. Maybe with these movies. I will do it. I'll jump into, into Dune. Look, you gotta read Dune, and, I mean, you have to read Dune. I would say that you can skip everything else. It's another Tolkien scenario where his sons have taken over, so you gotta, like... Oh, really? Yeah, you gotta you gotta not deal with that, but <laughs> they're, the Frank Herbert, Frank Herbert stuff is good. Stick with that. Brian Herbert, out. You heard okay. it here first. <laughs> It's good. Um, I will. I will keep that in mind. But yeah, I, Dune is a huge, huge um, piece of IP. And nineteen eighty four, there was a movie. Mm-hmm. This is a Dune movie. That is it. Good. Is it no. bad? I don't know. It's fine. Okay. There's a. There's a. And there's so also Timothy like Chalamet a, is going to be in one now. There's also the long so. miniseries, like really long miniseries of Dune. Who's BBC? Yeah. Which is better? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's time to time to get Dune. It's time to get Dune. Pick it up. Let's make it happen. I like this headline though. Dune twenty twenty could reshape pop culture just like Lord of the Rings. Really? No, no, it cannot. But that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I look. I love Dune, and even I'm like, no, no. Like you guys, you guys gotta chill out. <laughs> but there's just not that much else going on. I mean, I guess we're gonna get that. I guess we're gonna get the Christopher Nolan movie, right? Which one's that one? Tenant. Oh. Yeah, I mean, but there's the James Bond movie is just sitting there. Well, they're gonna have to do something. Well. I mean, I I, don't, I mean they're they're in an even worse than MLB scenario where they're just like, we'll just kick the can down the road a little bit further. And I mean, they that movie is complete, right? Yeah, yeah. And they just it was supposed to be re- released like in April. Yeah, but it's but like now it's dumb to they pushed it back to what like October or something. But like we're not gonna have big in person premieres in October, so. <laughs> What are you doing? No. Yeah, no, I mean, like, at this point, do they just... All of these things, like, with how little news there is on, like, pop culture these days, it's like, if they just said... um, If MGM just was like, okay, big news, Friday, it's out, watch it this weekend. Like, you 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 could just take the news cycle for a week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People are so starved. If you released anything right now, you'd be good. All right. I thought today we should talk about uh, about StatCasting because I I rebooted all of my StatCasting equipment, um, sent you a minimal example, and have a graph and a puzzle for you today. I will say it did not work. It's okay. I will also say that it was 
a pretty quick find and replace in which I figured out what you had done. <laughs> what was the problem? You, um, this is, this is like so, this is so Python quick python saving oh i changed the dictionary name. working process you change the dictionary name and i'm like that's just i see player dick dictionary and then i see pd2 it's let me just change this quick oh it works yeah. anyway welcome to the modern era now of uh of scraping all of these down we're back we're back and they changed something i <laughs> Did you figure out what it was they changed? Uh, well, you see this massive link string. Some I, n- I know some new I flag know. showed up, and it was a nightmare to find. I have no I I don't know what the flag is <laughs> that is new. Oh, in okay, here. so you did do that. There's I always think about these things. You have the ground up, you have the top down. This is a uh, the ground up. You go through every single character, and then you figure out what it is. Top down, you. Throw it all out. <laughs> well, this one was like, Redo it. yeah, I don't know what it was. So I took, you know, the, here's my here's my normal workflow in case this helps anyone for whatever case, which is sure that I go to Statcast and I enter whatever player I want. I finally mm-hmm. figured out, and then I open the web inspector, <laughs> and then the, because there's a button, a Java a JavaScript button that you can that you can click to download the csv of all of the data the stackcast data itself so i go in to the web inspector now and you can't just you can't just find the link you have to actually click the link and see what the console sent yep. <laughs> and then copy yep. that and then tweak whatever parameters you need so that's what results in this like horrific nightmare of a link and we'll probably we should probably I don't know. I'll figure out some way to post this because it actually is useful. Like it actually is nice to pull down all the Statcast data directly into Python. Right. Oh no. I mean, it's it's huge. It's it's nice to take that one step. And if you're thinking about this in in what we're doing to his, you know, web calls, his calls, um, no different than if we were actually on the web page. Right. Other than it being, instead of working through a clunky um, web browser, we're directly calling the, we're doing the exact query. So we're actually we're actually doing um, less on the thick client, thin client kind of stuff. We're the client is doing less to the server, making fewer calls right. of like trying to load the web page. We're just going straight in, entering the query, uh, and and getting our, our, our stuff rather than having it having to push out on this stuff. Yeah, and what all but what's great is that this just has the database query in the URL. I yep. love when the URL is just the query in like all of it. <laughs> I've got a graph for you. Okay. The the title of this discussion is going to be called guess what the color means so i have i've told you everything except for what the color is all right so outcome this is the this is the pitch velocity in miles per hour versus the pitch spin rate because remember we talked two weeks ago you've got a hypothesis about what pitch spin rate means 
and how we want to study pitch spin rate. Okay, the hints about this is that this is every four-seamer that Jose Barrios threw in 2019. And the second hint is that I think this debunks your key hypothesis, which is that higher spin rate is always better. It isn't outcomes? It's not outcomes, actually. Oh. Um, okay, then... What do we got? I color-coded it by inning that, that it was pitched in, where lighter is later innings. So as Jose Barrios tires out, his velocity goes down, but his spin rate goes up on his four-seamer. Okay. So in the case of Jose Barrios, because the, the lighter points, which are later innings, are higher in spin rate than, on average, than his early inning pitches. Why do you feel like that debunks it then? Because higher... So the hypothesis is that higher spin rate is always better. Right? If Jose Barrios could, can throw this higher spin rate, he should be throwing a higher spin rate earlier in the game. But I don't know that, that directly... Does that... Does that refute the null hypothesis? <laughs> I I think so because if he's able to throw this high spin this higher spin rate, then why isn't he doing it from the get go in the game? Because he can't find the strike zone. because uh, <laughs> he can't try to find the strike zone with it. Um, well, I guess what I'm what I'm trying to say is that we don't know necessarily whether those high spin rate pitches and in later in, innings are linked to outcomes that are good versus bad because we yeah we have this color coding by by inning which is which is really cool to see is it it's also i don't yeah i'm trying to think of the best way to like figure out the trend in that exactly but that we don't know yep. necessarily yeah we need to tie this to the outcomes right and that's what i've been struggling with is like how do we how do we then? We're, we have to kind of like group the outcomes foul well, you, versus. You could blah, look. Blah, blah, blah. You could look statistically at the uh, the exit velocity, like right. like exit velocity. But, but the thing oh, is, is like okay. part of my point, part of why this is difficult and why I wanted to talk about this today is because we this is really a real data science problem now. Like we have to actually it figure is. out how to slice across the data because I think you showed two weeks ago that we can't. It's not really fair to lump every pitcher together like the dispersion like i think i think we're we're throwing away a lot of information when you start combining pitchers yeah you can't just consider one bucket so we can't just plot like spin rate versus exit velocity and expect to find a trend right because within it yes yes because you have to disaggregate and we're seeing i mean we see that to some extent in this figure as well where it's like okay well we, we see that there's at least some trend with the inning that Jose Barrios is throwing in his velocity versus spin rate. You said that the darker are later innings? Darker is lighter innings. Uh, darker is earlier innings. Okay, that would at least make some sense where he has 89 mile per hour fastballs in lighter and then it, his 
top is you know okay yeah. is 96 yeah um right i mean he's got just looking at these four seamers for one player that's a pretty big cloud spin rate his pitch velocity from 89 to 96 with the center of the distribution being like i don't know 91 to 95 mm -hmm. essentially and then the pitch spin rate goes from oof, i mean from 1900 to 2400 to almost 2500 and the center of that distribution is really like I don't know, 2050 to 2300. Yeah. Right. No, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a cloudy distribution. And that's part of my point that I was, that, you know, in terms of what you showed two weeks ago, like we're dealing with real point clouds here. <laughs> we're going to have to figure out how to, how to address that properly. I love it. Really? I love it. <laughs> Well, I mean, this is a, this is a frontier. I mean, this is something that is a little bit more baseball-y. Well, it is super baseball-y, and that's partly why I was trying to... So one of the things that I was thinking that I haven't had time to do yet is that I was, I was curious whether you could see spin rate decreasing over the course of the season, like whether there are any long-term trends. Because people have, people have found long-term trends in velocity, for instance, like, like fastball velocity over the course of a season. So like, okay, does that... Do, can we also find something that correlates with spin rate over the course of the season? Is that another vector that we could use to try and determine whether guys are getting tired out or whether... Well, we're not getting any forecasting done no, this I'm not, year. No, I'm not saying this forecasting. Is, I'm saying instantaneously. This is a hold on your butt season. Like, instantaneously, I want to know, does Jose Barrios look like, look like August 2019 Jose Barrios in August 2020? Or does he look like April 2019 Jose Barrios? Oh. Like that's that's a thing that I would like to I'd like to know, and then you know that's like the most rudimentary forecasting would be okay if he looks like April twenty nineteen then what did he do in in June of twenty nineteen because that's what like the late season now is going to look like. I mean this is all predicated on a hypothesis that the over the course of the season the pitchers change or they they tire out essentially. No, and for this year it would be really useful to understand. Well, we don't even have the baseline. <laughs> I understand, <laughs> but I've never, I've never considered this before. Is my point. And then I had to spend it's, a bunch of time no. figuring out the freaking Statcast call. So you know. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. That's why I gave you this script, right? Because this script actually works. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can, yep. you can pull it down. I gave you the way to plug in whatever year you want. <laughs> so you can do. We can do this. We can do it. I think one of the things that I like about this is that now I can give you. The now our analyses can take place on the same footing. Like once they've been stuffed into this this dictionary structure, now we can start from the same place and ideally pass analyses back and forth. It's a new frontier for us. We can do it. Well, we yeah, that's something we always talk about. Yeah, we can do it. Um, you have been doing this. This is a Python script. I have not been doing it as a script. I pulled this out, which is why okay, it was that's, broken. That's why I was yeah. <laughs> Okay, I will. All right. I, mean, I would. Then. I would happily do it as a Python script. You know what? I think no. You okay. Won't. You will not happily. Do you say that? That's not. True. I will not. I will, I will unhappily do it as a Python script. All right. So <laughs> I actually have a proposal, which is that instead of having one, this is the thing that I've done in the past that's been a bad idea. Make one master season 
GitHub repository. But what I should actually do I, this year is a single do project. That. This is my StatCast GitHub repository. So I will I will put this tool in and we'll go from there. Yes, that is the way that we need to do that. You do you create that repository, share it with this me. This has been an incredibly productive discussion. It's one of our one of our more productive discussions in recent memory. <laughs> well we've but we've talked about this before and it's just this. Yeah, like, but this time I mean it. <laughs> There's a whole lot of pointing going on, um, yeah. listeners at home. Are you taking notes? So we actually do this. I know. It's, I know. It's really weird. <laughs> okay. Statcast Tools 2020, I think, is what you should be calling this you one. You got it. This year. All right. I think that about brings us to the review session. Archie Bradley. I feel conflicted because I've I've liked Archie Bradley for a long time and it just has turned out that he's he's not very good. Yeah, he was the can't miss prospect. Yeah. But as a starter many years ago, right? As a starter. It, but he always got hurt. And we're obviously not talking about him as a starter. <laughs> we are talking about him in a year that we were doing review uh relievers. Um Oof. Yeah, surprisingly younger. So he's a fastball curve changeup. Yeah, yeah. Do we? Do you want to give a, a stat line for the year? Well, sure. I mean, he's 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 doing great. He's had he's had one win. <laughs> he's appeared in three okay, saves, in four games. Yeah, three saves, and uh, his K's per nine. I mean, this this is what you want from Archie Bradley and what he came up as a prospect. His K per nine so far is thirteen point five. It's pretty good. That's good. Yeah, that that is. That is pretty good. I mean, this this is what people saw in him, right? Is that even last year when he pitched seventy one innings, his K per nine was ten point nine three, and that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. That's where you want your closer to be. Yeah, I guess we're still at the point where we want to look at twenty nineteen. He's only he's only appeared four times this year. I think we're stuck. Yeah. I will say that, considering that he's only appeared four times this year, his numbers are fairly converged to where they normally are. <laughs> <laughs> Pitchers that do that are pretty good. Um, so he's a fastball curve changeup pitcher. His changeup is used rarely, 6% of the time in 2019. Um, Four-seamer fastball. But he's also got a sinker. Which I guess is also a fastball. Oh wow, that's not used a lot. Um, what do we? What do we? What do we think of him in in data space? Uh, well, I think that I think that he's he's tantalizing. Like he's he's basically always at an ownable pitcher status, even when he's even when he's not. When he wasn't getting saves, he was still a somewhat valuable bestardo. Yeah, he was. He was someone who was getting a lot of strikeouts in a um, low amount of innings, which is which is great if you can have that. I mean, we we've been beating that drum of of you should be owning guys that um, can add strikeouts without hurting your ERA. And right. Yeah, that 2017 year, man, that was a. It was a good year as a reliever. 
it's always funny. I mean, I was saying this before we we started of you know looking up the YouTube highlight reel. You always can tell what year was a good year because you'll. <laughs> It's like Archie Bradley, twenty seventeen highlight reel, and it's like, oh, that was not last year. But things, but things that Archie Bradley has done in the meantime, grow a fantastic beard. <laughs> he is high up there in the bearded, um, bearded closer rankings <laughs> of all time. We need to, we need to make the bearded closer rankings. That's a pretty good one. The, I guess it should be a follicle, um, just any. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Any sort of facial. Hair. I mean, so what? I guess what don't you like about his numbers last year? He had he appeared in sixty six games, eighteen saves. You know, it's kind of whatever. Good number, great number of Ks. Very durable. He pitched 71, 71 innings, seventy basically seventy two innings. <clears throat> Three point five you ERA. You don't love that. <laughs> One point four four. You don't love whip. that. His. You don't. You do not like that. Um. <laughs> You know, as I was just saying, you, you want someone who's not going to hurt you in the ERA and WHIP conversation. If you have someone who's going out there as a, a not always closer, as Epistardo getting a couple of, of saves, you can't have him ballooning your WHIP somehow each week. You know, I have this. This this is my TGFBI team. You like look at it, and it's like. A couple of guys are killing the whip, my whip, even though they're getting like f- together, like four innings. And Archie Bradley is doing that. I mean, it, right? I guess we should we should be talking about this. I'm I'm guilty of steering this conversation slightly away from the fantasy lens because, like, depending upon your strategy, Archie Bradley could be a very bad pitcher <laughs> for your fantasy team. Uh, for yes. the for the exact reasons that you just outlined, which is that, especially in small and especially this year in small number statistics, if you have one guy that's inflating your whip, that can throw your entire team's whip off. But I think, and, and but the, it's a trade off thing. So last year, I don't think that that was hugely valuable for the to have a one point four four whip with an 18, 18 saves. This year, he's. His on pace, <laughs> on pace this year is really weird. But he's he is their closer. He is going to get the saves. Um. So even if that and that whip is a little bit lower, even if that whip does go back up to like one point five or whatever the heck it, it's going to be, if he is the closer for the for an MLB team, that's worth it. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing this year is that like any named the value of any named closer is through the roof <laughs> this on pace stuff is so funny yeah well what are you gonna do you're stuck <laughs> yeah um yeah i mean and the other thing is it just is historically he's been someone who his career got derailed by injuries mm-hmm. but he seems like he's in the right role by not pitching well, he's only on a he's only on a one-year contract i see He's still, you know, this is what I said at the beginning. He's he's younger than I always think. Like he's twenty eight. I mean, no, he's he, so he's yeah. somebody that we're gonna have to deal with for another four or five years. <laughs> if he's a closer, it might be ten. Yeah, exactly. Like this is somebody that we gotta we we gotta come to some conclusions on Archie Bradley because we're gonna have to continue to think about him. 
Or you can have this conversation in 2026 of like, hi, Archie Bradley's back. <laughs> After he misses two seasons for injury or something. Michael, who are we doing this week? I think we should talk about Trevor Gott. San Francisco Giants. Gotta talk about Gott. I would not have known that before this conversation, which tells you how well I'm doing in fantasy this year. <laughs> Time for a little housekeeping. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Fantasy Tools, Mind the Z. Thank you, Mild Manor, for letting us use your tunes. Be sure to follow them on SoundCloud and Facebook. Feel free to email us with questions or comments. Send us messages at fantasy.tools at gmail.com. Again, mind the Z. All I've got left is worst luck to you, buddy. Worst luck to you, too. Yeah.